mighty way and take you to another level even greater than what he's doing right now in your life. Are y'all with me today? We got many things that we may want to accomplish and need to accomplish in our lives. And so I want to see this today because God is concerned about all areas of our lives. Are y'all with me today? Amen. Not just what takes place on Sunday, not just what takes place on Wednesday. Amen. And so I want to look at this today and I want to look at uh, different things. I want to look at our spiritual health, our physical health, our mental health, our emotional health, our financial health. Amen. And even our relational health. Are y'all with me today? Amen. So I want to share some things with you. And we opened up in this scripture in Joshua in chapter 1. And he goes on to say in verse 7, only be courageous and be strong and very courageous and be careful to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. And do not turn from it to the right or to the left, excuse me, so that you may have success. Somebody say success. And he goes on to say, so that you may have success wherever you go. You know, if we're children of God, our success is going to be based on the Lord. Are y'all with me today? The Lord is the one that's going to make us successful. So when we're talking about goals, did you know that God expects us to actually set goals for our lives? See, because goals are something that will keep us focused and they'll set us on a particular course of action in our lives. You know, when we look at Jesus, amen, Jesus came to this earth for a specific purpose. He came to this earth, amen, in order to be the savior of the world. He came to this earth in order to take away the sins of the world. He came to this earth, amen, in order to die on a cross, amen, and be resurrected so that you and I could have eternal life. Are y'all with me today? But how many of y'all know if Jesus didn't have specific goals in sight in his life, how many of y'all know he could have got off track? How many of y'all know that the disciples, amen, were trying to hinder Jesus from making it to his destination in Jerusalem where he needed to go in order to accomplish, amen, his purpose and goal for this life? Are y'all with me today? And sometimes if you and I don't have these specific goals in sight, are y'all with me today? And you and I don't have this type of focus in our lives, it'll begin to hinder what we accomplish. Are y'all with me today? And so I want to talk to you today and I want to talk to you about uh, six important uh, strategies about goal setting. Can I share with y'all for just a little while? Amen. I say I, I want you to grab a hold of this today because I want you to, I want, I want, I want you to be accomplish something this next year. I want you to accomplish something, Amen. This next year. 
And so let's look at these. And my first one that I want to bring up, if you'll look, is goal setting is a spiritual responsibility. Somebody say a spiritual responsibility. And as we look, we see that God was one that set goals. And whatever God does is something that we should want to do as well as we're being conformed into the image of his son. Can I get an amen? God was one that set goals for his life. Amen. Jesus was one that set goals. You know, Jesus uh, made sure that he got to Jerusalem because that was his goal. And when the disciples tried to keep him from getting, amen, to Jerusalem, what did he do? He rebuked them, didn't he? Jesus had a goal to raise Lazarus from the dead. Are y'all with me today? Amen. And that's the very thing that he did. And every person, as we look in the Bible, who walked with God, you can find examples of being goal-directed. Now, I want to share with you real quick about the Apostle Paul. And I want to look in Philippians in chapter 3 real quick in verse 12. And I want you to see what this man was saying right here. He says, not that I have attained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which also I was laid hold of by Christ. Brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and reaching forward to what lies ahead. In other words, this is what he was saying. He says, I know that I am not yet what God wants me to be. Amen. I know that. I haven't yet obtained it. I haven't reached the goal, but I keep moving forward. Somebody say, keep moving forward. But I keep moving forward. See, he says, I, I know that I haven't reached my goal, but there's one thing I'm, I'm always going to do, forgetting the past and pushing forward to what is ahead. See, he had some goals in his life that he was wanting to accomplish. Amen. He was wanting to become everything that God had intended for him to be. And he says, I keep my eyes focused on the goal so that I may one day win the prize. This is what Paul was saying. He says, I keep my eye focused on the goal so that I may one day, amen, win the prize. And what Paul did was he used the words, that goal, my goal, and the goal, amen, because he hadn't reached it yet. But the goal was out there. Hello, somebody. So why is it important for us to set goal? Because it's a spiritual responsibility. Somebody say a spiritual responsibility. My next point right here, when it comes to goal setting and why you need to set goals for 2018. Because goals are statements of faith. Goals are statements of faith. In other words, if you're a believer in Jesus and you set a goal, what you're saying is this. This is what you're saying right here. Y'all follow me, amen? You say, I believe that God wants me to accomplish such and such thing. 
So that's a statement of faith. So a goal for your life is a statement of faith. Are y'all with me? Because you're saying, this is what I believe God is going to do in my life in 2018. This is what I'm believing God for in 2018. And so that is a statement of faith. Are y'all with me today? And so goals aren't just a statement of faith, but how many of y'all know they stretch your faith? Hello. And the bigger your goal, the more faith you're going you're gonna to have to use. Hello. The more your faith is going to be stretched. And how many of y'all know that pleases God when you're operating by faith? In fact, he says this, he says, without faith, it's impossible to please God. So when you have goals that are set for your life to accomplish, amen, it's going to take some faith in order to accomplish those goals. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the things unseen. In other words, they haven't happened yet. Amen. It hasn't come forth. It hasn't uh, come from the spiritual realm into the natural realm. Amen. But I'm believing God for it this year in 2018. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to give the Lord some praise. And so you and I are men and women of faith. And this pleases God. This pleases God when it takes us to operate in our lives using faith. And not only faith, but great faith and big faith. God loves it when somebody can believe God for the impossible. Because he says with man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible. So when we're walking and we're operating with goal setting, amen, we're actually making a statement of faith. Are y'all with me today? I want to share with you this verse right here in Ephesians 3 and 20 real quick. He says, now to him who is able to do far more, somebody say far more, far more abundantly beyond all that we ask or think, according to the power that works within us. See, God can do anything. Are y'all with me? He can do far more than you could even imagine, far more than you could even guess or dare to request, even in your wildest dreams. Are y'all with me today? And so in the church and in our lives, we often don't dream big enough. Are y'all with me today? In other words, we dream too little. And at some point, we should let the size of our God determine the size of our goal. And how many of y'all know we've got a big God? We've got to let the size of our God determine the size of our goal. See, this is why it's important that you know who your God is. This is why it's important for you to know what your God is capable of. Are y'all with me today? Somebody say, we need a statement of faith. So the question is not what does, amen, victory life think it is. The question is, who do we think God is? Hello. Big, go big goal, big God. Amen. Tiny God, tiny goal. 
no God, no goal. Are y'all with me today? Let the size of your God determine the size of your goal. I don't know about you, but I'm going to believe in God for some big things this year. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? You know, as pastors, we want the best for your life. We want to see you succeed in life, amen? If you don't succeed in life, we failed. Are y'all with me today? If you don't make it, amen, that shows us that we didn't accomplish what we set out to do. Because if a pastor is walking with God, they want more than anything for the people that they're shepherding to be successful in every area of their life and to become and accomplish everything that God has set them out to accomplish. That's what a good pastor will do. They want you to be the best. They want you to be even accomplish more than they did. Jesus was a great pastor, wasn't he? And he said, these things that I do, you shall do these and greater. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? Somebody say goals are a statement of faith. Not only that, but uh, my next point, why goals are important, is goals focus my energy. Are y'all with me today? When we have goals in our lives, amen, it takes every area of our life and focuses that energy. In other words, we uh, keep from wasting time, wasting money, hello somebody, wasting our reputation, are y'all with me today? Or wasting energy because they keep you focused. Somebody say, keep you focused. Somebody say, you got to stay focused. Because sometimes we hurt ourselves when we try to do too many things well in our lives. See, God hasn't called us to do everything. But he has called us to do some specific things. And when we have specific goals that we're working towards, amen, then we're focusing and directing our energy and our mindset and our strength in that direction. Are y'all with me? Now, I don't know what your goals are for this year, amen, but in order for you to really accomplish them, you're going to have to focus your energy, amen, your strength and your mindset in that direction. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen? You know, I want you to think for just a moment about an unfocused basketball team or even football team, amen? Let's just say basketball. Amen. And a basketball team that's showing off its dribbling skills and passing skills, but it doesn't shoot a single, make a single basket. Are y'all with me today? And, and what I want you to realize this because the world is full of distractions. And everybody, do y'all agree with that? 
All right, man, y'all making me have a complex up here. <laughs> a quarter of the church is going to be blessed. <laughs> You're going to have some goals this year, amen? <laughs> There's a lot of things that distract us. Amen. You can spend your life. Amen. You can spend your life. You can waste your life, or you can invest your life. You can spend your life, you can waste your life, or you can invest your life. I don't know about you, but I want to invest my life. Because the greatest use of life is to invest it, amen, in that which is going to outlast it. Are y'all with me today? See, we're not going to live forever. Hello, this, there's only a allotted amount of time that we have on this earth. But if we're investing in something that's going to last longer than our life, that's worth investing in. Or if we're investing in something that is going to last for eternity, that's worth investing in. See, sometimes we can get distracted and get caught up. Amen. Are y'all with me today? We can get caught up in wanting to invest in this or that. Amen. But how many of y'all know, amen, you can't take those things with you. Hello, somebody. But I don't know about you, but I want to invest in something that will even still be here after I'm gone. I want to invest in something that is going to impact eternity. I want to invest in something, amen, that is going to be there even after, amen, I go to be with the Lord. Are y'all with me today? I don't want to waste my life and I don't want to just spend my life. I want to invest my life. So in 2018, amen. When you're considering your goals, it needs to about be about investing. Hello. Where moth and rust can't destroy. Hello. Are y'all with me today? Put that scripture up there. Paul says this. He says, everyone who competes in the games exercises self-control in all ways. They then do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we, an unperishable. Go to the next verse. Therefore, I run in such a way as not without aim. And he goes on to say, I box in such a way as not beating the air. Now, I want you to stop right there for just a moment. Because this is what Paul's saying. He says, therefore, I run in such a way that's not just aimlessly. <laughs> in other words, he says, I do not run without a goal. And he says, and I fight like a boxer who is actually hitting something and not just the air. In other words, he's saying this, saints. He's saying, look, I'm not just playing around here. 
I'm not just pretending that I'm boxing when I box. But he says, I'm fighting in order to win. That's what he says. I'm not just going around aimlessly, but I've got some goals in mind. I've got some things to accomplish in mind. I'm moving forward today. I don't got time to be wasting my life away by just playing games and by just going around aimlessly. But I've got some goals set in mind. Are y'all with me? And he says, and when I do it, I'm doing it to win. I don't know about you, but I don't like to lose. I'm going to do it to win. I'm going to do it to be successful. I'm going to do it to accomplish what I've set out to accomplish. I'm not going to get halfway into it and quit. Amen. I'm not, oh, my God. I'm not going to get to the end of my life and say, what did I do with it? And you never see a darn hearst, uh, U-Haul following a hearst. Are y'all with me today? But that's what he's saying. He's saying when I run a race, I run to win. I'm not just messing around here with my life. He says it's too important. He says, I'm going to do something with my life. I'm going to win. He says, I want my life to bring honor and glory to God. He says, I don't run without a goal. Come on, don't just go through life just aimlessly. With no direction. With no purpose. With no goals. Get some goals in 2018. Get some purpose for living. Come on, man. You want to know why I couldn't get out of bed before I came to Jesus unless I was, unless I was on drugs? Because they said I was clinically depressed. Because I didn't have any purpose in life. I didn't have any goals in life. Because I was created in order to do something for the kingdom of God. I was created in order to impact eternity. I was created in order to reach souls. In order to develop them into men and women of God through the power of the Holy Ghost. I was, de I was developed in order to worship the one true God. With all of my heart, with all of my soul, with all of my strength. That's what I was created for. Are you all with me today? And that brings me to my next point. My next point. <laughs> goals keep me going. See, I want you to know right now, your goals is what's going to keep you going. Your goals is what's going to keep you pushing through even whenever it gets tough. Your goal is what's going to get you to hold on even when things are going the opposite way what you thought they should go. The goal is what's going to get you to press forward even when it's not happening in the timing that you wanted it to happen. Are you all with me? That's why I say without vision the people perish. 
They give us hope to keep moving. They give us hope to endure. And they give us hope to persist. Are y'all with me today? The Bible says Jesus endured the cross because he looked forward to the goal and to the glory. Could you imagine Jesus going to the cross? He say, even said in the Garden of Gethsemane, he said, look, if, if, if this cup can pass, then let it pass. Otherwise, thy will be done. Amen. Do y'all remember that? He's telling his father, look, man. <laughs> This was my whole mission. This was my whole purpose of coming. But if you can let this pass, man, let it pass. But otherwise, let thy will be done. Amen. And if, if he didn't have the goal in sight, amen, are y'all with me today? God is good, amen. He said he looked forward to the goal and to the glory that was set before him. In other words, check this out. He looked beyond the pain to the payoff. Mm. He looked beyond the pain to the payoff. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, if you want to accomplish your goal, you're going to have to be able to look past the pain to the payoff. Hello? It's kind of like trying to get in shape. Hello? For those of you that played football and you've been eating zoom zooms and wham whams all summer and then all of a sudden it's time for the season and you got two a days and all of a sudden you're in pain. Come on somebody, are you soccer players and you're having to run, amen, miles and miles in order to get, you got some pain but you've got to be able to see the payoff, amen, in order to go through that pain, amen. You've got to be able to see yourself, amen, playing on Friday night lights, amen, and the guy being, being used in a mighty way. Hello somebody in order to push through that pain. But if you don't have a goal and you don't see the payoff, what's going to motivate you to go through the pain? Are y'all with me today? See, there's going to be some pain in order to get me back where I need to be physically. But there's a payoff there. I'm going to have more energy. I'm going to be able to do more ministry. I'm going to feel better. I'll probably live a little longer. Are y'all with me today? I'm starting to learn what it's like for a pregnant woman to carry around a baby at eight or nine months. And I feel bad for them. Are y'all with me? But until, until, oh my God. Are y'all with me today? But until the payoff becomes my focus, then I'm not going to be able to push through that pain of getting on that treadmill or that elliptical or getting up early to go work out. And I always have good intentions, right? I'm going to work out this week. Then meeting comes up, or this comes up, that comes up. You know, I feel like the only time I can work out is like the time where Jesus would go to pray, like early, early in the morning, man. Because otherwise, otherwise the people are always around him. God is good, amen. I want you to look at an example real quick of somebody in the scripture right here. If you'll put Job 6.11. I don't know if you all remember Job. 
Job was a man that went through great stuff. He was a righteous man. And of course, the enemy, the Satan, told God, look, the only reason why Job honors you is because he's blessed. But if you take everything away from him, he's going to curse you. And of course, we know that his wife told him, you should just curse God and die. But look what Job was saying right here in verse six, chapter 6 and verse 11. He said, what is my strength that I should wait? Now, here we are. He, he was, first of all, lost everything. And then he was, his body was being attacked physically, amen, to where he was sick. He says, what is my strength that I should wait? And what is my end that I should endure? Look at that right there. In other words, he says, I don't have the strength to endure. He says, I don't know if I'm going to make it. Are you all with me today? And then in, in the next sentence, he says, I don't have a goal that encourages me to carry on. That's what he was saying right here. He had lost everything, including his health. And he says, I don't even have a goal to even go forward. I don't even have a goal to endure. Are y'all with me today? See, you've got to have some goals in your life in order to keep going forward. This thing isn't always going to be easy. This thing is always going to be peaches and cream. But you've got to have some goals in sight in your life. Hello, somebody. And even if you've lost everything, amen, you've still got reason to live and to wake up today. You just got to get in your prayer closet and let God begin to reveal it to you. Are y'all with me today? God is good, amen. He says, I don't have a goal that encourages me to carry on. Because you've got to have a goal to keep going. So many people, they quit. And some of them, it's when they're so close to their goal and they don't even realize it. Are y'all with me? I've seen so many people give up right before the miracle. I've seen so many people quit right before the blessing. And sometimes it seems like when that greatest blessing is coming is when it gets the hardest, when it's right there. Sometimes when you're getting hit hard all the time, you're like, man, there's a blessing coming. Or when you're really having to persevere, you're really having to endure, you're really having to press in. Amen, there's a blessing coming. There's a blessing coming. Come on, there's a blessing coming. Somebody said there's a blessing coming. Come on, there's a blessing. You got to fix your eyes on the prize. You got to fix your eyes on the goal. You got to fix your eyes on Jesus. The enemy wants to take you off focus of that. Hello. Are y'all with me today? See, I want to share with you. I told you about short-term and long-term goals and Amen. When you have a long-term goals, long-term goals keep you from being discouraged with short-term setbacks. 
Everybody's going to have setbacks. I want you to know that today. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, everybody's going to have setbacks. Everybody's going to have setbacks. Amen. Everybody makes mistakes. Hello. If you don't make any mistakes, amen, praise the Lord. I, we need to talk. Are y'all with me? And everybody has failures. Amen. And you ask, well, why? Well, because that's how you learn what works and what doesn't work. If you don't ever have a setback, if you don't ever have a failure, you're never going to figure out what works and what don't work. See, because a lot of times if your setback can really be your setup for success. Especially if you're a child of God, because the word of God says, amen, that all things work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. You just found out another way that it doesn't work. It's kind of like homeboy with the light bulb. He found a whole bunch of ways not to make a light bulb. Thank you, Jesus. But he had a goal in mind, and that was to make a light bulb. And well, guess what? He made it, didn't he? God is good, amen. Y'all going to hang it in there with me as I preach this? See, you never call it a failure. You need to call it education. Somebody say, I'm being educated. You know, and, and, I, and I want you to know this too. A goal doesn't have to be big in order to motivate you. Are y'all with me today? I want to give you an instant for you know, a situation here, give you a scenario. Amen. There was a person that had to go to the hospital and they had to have surgery. Amen. For whatever reason, right? And after they had that surgery, the first goal that they had, amen, the first goal that they had was that they would be able to sit up in the bed, right? I don't know if anybody has had surgery here. But their first goal was, I just want to be able to sit up. <laughs> Amen. And the second goal they, they had was, I just want to be able to hang my feet over the side of the bed as I sit up. And the next goal is, I just want to have enough strength to stand up. Amen. And then, amen, another goal, which is very important, amen, is they said, I, I just want to have strength to be able to go to the restroom. That's pretty important, isn't it? <laughs> And then before you know it, they're saying, I just want to be able to walk around the hospital corridor. Hello. Are y'all with me? See, now I want you to realize this because all of these are very small goals. But they're all important goals. Are y'all with me today? Because to get from here where you're at today and into success, it's not just one big leap. But it's many small steps. Many small steps. And if you can just, amen, begin to have some goals, amen, from here to here. The Bible says we go from faith to faith and glory to glory. And eventually you have all these various small steps. And before you know it, amen, you've gotten accomplished something great. 
See, a lot of people, all they want is one big leap. They want to go straight from where they're at right now, amen, in order to complete success. I want to go right here from where I'm at at this weight, like a pregnant woman, amen, and I want to be skinny and, and back at about 200 pounds, but it ain't going to just happen overnight. Now, you say, well, pastor, you can go get some kind of surgery like you were preaching about, and maybe that will happen. I don't think so. No, I need to get my rear end on a treadmill, and I need to eat properly, amen, and I need to do what I need to do. Everybody wants a quick fix. They just want to wake up one day and just all of a sudden be successful. Nobody wants to pay the price. Nobody wants to go through the process. And you'll get to hear that sermon tomorrow. Are y'all with me today? Take those steps. Have some small goals. Have some short-term goals. Have some achievable goals. And then go to the next. From faith to faith and glory to glory. Amen. Accomplishing what it is. And before you know it, you're going to find yourself, amen, somewhere where you set out to be. Not everybody's willing to do that. Are you all with me today? Some people want to skip steps. I'm not going to step on your sermon, son. I don't even know what it is. Oh, yeah. But anyways, God is good, amen. And for those of you that don't want to hear about goals, you're probably saying, I wish he would have preached. Well, too bad. He's not. Are y'all with me today? So it, a goal doesn't have to be big in order for it to be important. If you're getting on the way to where God wants you to be, that's important. My next point, amen, is number five, goals build my character. Goals will build your character. I want you to know this. Drifting doesn't build your character. Amen. But goals will build your character. If you set a goal, you get a vision of what could be. Are y'all with me? And I shared with y'all earlier, without vision, the Bible says that the people perish or go unrestrained. Are y'all with me today? Amen. God is good. Amen. So if you get a vision, you get a goal. And then God says, I can work in you to make this happen. Amen. And so remember the greatest benefit to your life over the goals, amen, you're going to set in is the fact that it develops character. And how many of y'all know God is more interested in your character than he is in your accomplishments? I'm going to say that again. God is more interested in your character than he is in your accomplishments. I'm going to share a verse with you that he said. He said, many of you have prophesied in my name. Many of you have cast out demons in my name. 
But I say, depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. God is more concerned with your character than your accomplishments. And when you have goals in your life, goals will build character. But some of us get caught drifting aimlessly through this life. God is good, amen? In other words, God is more interested in who you are and what you become than he is in what you do and accomplish. And what you succeed at. Because God is interested in you. And you're never going to become the man God or woman God intends for you to be unless you intend to become that man or woman. You've got to intend to become that man or woman to become what God intends for you to be. It's got to be intentional. Everything God does is intentional. You and I have to live a life that is intentional. Are y'all with me? God is good, amen? I want to share with you an idea real quick. While, while you're working on a goal, God is working on you. Amen? Because goals help build your character. And that's what's going to last for eternity. And that's why Paul says this in Philippians 3 and 12. Amen. Put that up there real quick. He says, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which also I lay, was laid hold of by Christ. In other words, he says, I keep striving toward the goal. Amen. And, and if we look at that, amen, it, that means that it takes energy, it takes effort, and it takes intention, amen. It takes purpose in order to reach your goal. And God says while you're doing that and while you're working on that, he's building your character. You know, I want to share this with you real quick. You know, 10 years from now, some of you may not be in the house of God. Now, I hate to say that, but how many of y'all know that can be true? Amen. And, and you might even find yourself a long way from God. And you might go through broken relationships or failed marriages, amen, or drug addiction or whatever, financial ruin or whatever it may be, amen. You're, you're going to have all kinds of problems in your life. Why? And it's because you never intended to be a man of God. You never intended to be a woman of God. I know it's getting hot up in here. In other words, it was just kind of a casual Christianity. Casual Christianity is when you don't have, in, you're not intentional about becoming who God wants you to become. Who God intended for you to become. It's called casual Christianity. I don't know what you, I don't want nothing to do with it. Because I got a goal in mind. I've got a goal set forth. 
I want to become better than what I was. I want to become more like Jesus. I want to accomplish more, amen, for the kingdom of God. I want to reach more souls. I want to be have a better character, amen. I want to have better, oh, come on, somebody. Somebody needs to get excited. I don't know about you. I don't want to go around the merry-go-round, around the mountain, years after years after year after year after year. You've got to get to a point where you say, you know what, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. This year, in 2018, I'm going to accomplish something. And it's going to take some pain. It's going to take some energy. It's going to take some focus. It's going to take some effort. It's going to take, oh, my gosh, it's going to take, amen, some sacrifice. But I've got a goal in mind. Come on, get some goals. Paul said, I don't go around aimless, man. We don't got time for that. If you notice, we're getting a little older and fatter and closer to Jesus coming back. And if you're getting skinnier, well, thank you, Jesus. I'm not going to hate. I'm going to get my butt in the gym. That's what some of us do. We see others begin to succeed and go forward and everything else. And we're like over here hating. Well, get in the game and do what you got to do. It's not my fault you're not willing to pay the price. All right, I'm going to go easy. We'll save that for tonight. God is good, amen. don't want casual Christianity because you're going to be like, well, maybe this or maybe that or, and you never intended and you're never going to become what God intends for you to be without you being intentional in 2018. That brings me to my next point and I can get the worship team to come forward. When it comes to goal setting, there's good goals and there's bad goals. Good goals will be rewarded. Hey, Bishop, if you can put up there Proverbs 11 and 27, I know I didn't give you that verse. If you're going to if you have good goals, there're going to be two reasons that you're rewarded. Amen. You're going to be rewarded on earth by people, and you're going to be rewarded by God in heaven. Proverbs 11:27 says, "He who diligently seeks good seeks favor. But he who seeks evil, evil will come. He who diligently seeks good Seeks favor. But he who seeks evil, evil will come. If you're seeking evil, that's what you're going to get. If you're seeking God, that's what you're going to get. And God is good. 
all the time. And all the time, God is good. So that means we need to be seeking God. Hello. And we need to be seeking God for our goals and our direction. And so the real reward is setting good goals. Amen. And good goals is going to come in eternity. Somebody say eternity. 1 Corinthians 9.25 says, all athletes practice strict self-control. It said they eat right, they sleep right, they work out, they exercise. They do it to win a prize that will fade away. Amen. They do it to receive a perishable wreath. But we... An eternal prize or an imperishable wreath. So I run, this is what Paul says. He says, I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. He was a purpose driven goal setter. Hello. When he set his goal, there was a specific purpose for every step. There was a specific purpose for every goal. There was a specific purpose for everything. In 2018, when you're setting your goals, there needs to be a specific purpose in every aspect of it. And that purpose needs to be something that's going to glorify God. That purpose needs to be something you've got to ask yourself, will it honor God? Will it honor God? And is it motivated by love? Hello, is it motivated by love? Because if it honors God and it's motivated by love, it's going to get blessed. It's going to be blessed. The other thing you've got to ask yourself is, will it require depending on God? Will it require depending on God? Because if it's a good goal, it's going to have to include God. If it's a good goal, you're going to have to depend on God to accomplish it. There's good goals and there's just goals. And you need some good goals in your life. The next thing is you're going to need God's spirit to empower you to accomplish it. You're going to need the Holy Ghost in order to accomplish it. And you're going to need God's word in order to guide you. And this is the last thing I want to share. And you're going to need God's people to support you in order to accomplish these goals. You're going to need God's people <laughs> because you're not going to be able to reach these goals on your own. Not if they're God-sized goals. If, if you can do it on your own, it, it probably ain't God. It's going to take God, it's going to take the power of the Holy Ghost, it's going to take you focused, and it's going to take you surrounded by a group of men and women of God to support you, to hold you accountable, to love you, to walk with you, amen, to be with you, to rebuke you, amen, to correct you, amen, to guide you, to lead you. It takes a team in order to fulfill a dream. It takes a team in order to fulfill a dream. There's no Lone Rangers in Christianity. 
We're the body of Christ. We're the family of God. Are y'all with me today? You need other people in your life. You need a support team. Amen. You need men and women of God that will share truth with you. That's why God gave you a church family. You know, a crowd, you don't just need a crowd. A crowd can't support you. But a small group of men and women of God can. Are y'all with me today? They can know when you're sick. They can know when you're having a tough time. They can know when you're having a bad day. A crowd can't support you, but a community of believers can. Ecclesiastes 4 and 12 says this, by yourself you're unprotected. Amen. You're out there running down the field by yourself, and you don't have anybody to block or tackle for you. There's nobody out there to protect you. Are y'all with me today? But by coming together with other Christians, if you would stand to your feet, amen. You're going to be transformed. The Bible says don't forsake the assembling of the brethren. It's where you're going to find your encouragement. That's where you're going to find your support. That's where you're going to find your accountability. That's where you're going to find it. You got to get some good goals in 2018. And you need to write it down. Listen, here's your homework assignment. Everybody's homework assignment. I gave it to my staff, and I'm going to give it to y'all. Your assignment is to write down your goals and put together a plan of action of how you would accomplish it. Write down your goals for 2018. And don't get impatient. Don't get impatient. Don't get impatient. Glory to God. Let's go to the Lord and worship. Amen.